the chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the Wicked Quick Sports Betting Podcast. I am Jimmy Brown, your host for this wonderful weekend edition of the newest sports betting podcast to hit the airwaves, and I'm very excited to be here. I know most podcasts, they cover Friday and give you great information, but here at Chasing Ball Game, we go the distance with help from our friends and our listeners, also known as Chasers, and because of this, we are ready to go with a great show. Let's get to the breakdown, and today, I'm going to start with the NFL, because I'm back with more NFL information, and I'm talking draft and what to look for in the upcoming draft from every standpoint you can think of, but really, I want to talk about the smoke and mirrors that you're going to be reading about, and I'm going to offer up a thought on another NFL future bet that you can bet on right now. Then, I'm going to swing on over to College Hoops. March Madness, I'm telling you people, it's here. Saturdays now belong to College Hoops. And my goal here is to make sure that you're ready for all of the madness that comes in in March. Today, I'm going to share some key information that will get you geared up for the big dance to include a team to avoid when it comes to filling out your brackets, at least when it comes to the champion. And I have yet another big pick on the big Saturday card in College Hoops, a bonus pick as well, so stay tuned for that. And finally, it's time to bounce on over to betting the buckets, the NBA segment of the show, which is loaded with plenty of stat-busting segments like Beyond the Box War, Calendar Crunch, and I also talk about the mainstream media. I've got so much for you, and I'm going to build on my perfect week. No jinx, not lost a pick in the NBA all week long, and I'm going to push my luck by giving you not one, but two picks for the weekend in the association. As we all know, Chasing Ball Game is blazing quick with more than one pick, so let's go. And before I get to the breakdown, I want to talk about Major League Baseball. I'm telling you right now, if you want to bet on a sport, you have to bet on Major League Baseball. Not only is it growing in popularity, not only can you make some serious money, but you have all summer. You really do. And plus, football's not here yet, and there's a chance to make money. It's coming soon. All next week, I'm going to start talking about previews. I'm going to start looking at props, teams that can win the World Series. So if you are a fan of a Major League Baseball team and you think you know a lot about said team, hit me up on Twitter or Facebook, at Chasing Ball Game. Send me a quick hit any way you want to. Just let me know what team you like, and I will feature you right here on the show. Because Chasing Ball Game, we really believe... The best information comes directly from the fans because if you are passionate, you'll have more information than I can get from anywhere else. And I love to share it right here because this podcast is all about you and me, people. So let's get started with the NFL. Let's talk about the NFL draft and let's talk about smoke screens. Look, it's real simple. The NFL draft is like the complete opposite of the preseason. NFL teams don't want you to know what they're going to do. So, of course, you're going to be hearing that they're interesting in players that maybe they're not because they want to build up trade value or they want those top picks to be valuable no matter what the position is. So I'm going to have plenty of NFL, NFL draft information between now and draft day. I promise you I'm going to have a ton, and I mean a ton, of betting props and insight, and I'm going to grab all the information I can find on the draft. But I want to start with the basics, and that basics is be careful what you read. And what I mean by that is even the most solid reporters and information you find can be misled by the NFL teams because they want to be in the best position. Please be careful what you read, and I'm going to have more on that. By the way, if you're a chaser, a fan of a good football team, also hit me up because I want to talk about the NFL draft with you, and I want to feature you right here on the show. There is a football betting prop, however. It's out there. It's got my attention. 
I found it interesting that they're offering it, and I don't know how long it's going to be out there. But right now, there's a prop that is this. Will Terrell Owens make the Hall of Fame? Now, we're talking about next year. So this prop bet is all about Terrell Owens making the Hall of Fame next year. Yes, minus 260, which means you you have to lay about 2.5 to win 1. And no, plus 180, which means you can almost pull back 2-1 to one if he does not make it. Somebody please tell me, why not take a chance on no at plus 180? Terrell Owens has not only burned bridges with everybody, it seems like, in the NFL and, and definitely the writers and the voters, because let's face it, his numbers could almost suggest he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he's still not making it in. Not only that, but his reaction to not making it in seems to be getting worse and worse. Next year, Randy Moss is on the ballot. Now, the Hall of Fame isn't known as a, a place that lets in a lot of wide receivers anyway. So if they're going to re- let Randy Moss in, are they going to let T.O. in? Probably not both of them. And will they let T.O. in without letting Randy Moss in? I doubt it. Look, everybody hates T.O. and he's only making matters worse. To me, the no at plus 180 has plenty of value. Now you're going to let it sit around for a year. Don't get me wrong. And maybe I'm jumping to conclusions. So think about it. Let me know. Maybe I'll take a poll. Maybe I'll figure out which way people are going. But to me, that seems like a good one. I don't think Terrell Owens will get in soon. I think he'll get in, but I think the voters are going to make him wait. So I think it becomes very interesting. But now let's talk March Madness. Man, College Hoops is getting good. Are you locked in yet? Are you watching these games? You should be. Look, I had Duke over North Carolina. That hit. I barely missed my UCLA pick over Oregon. But I'll tell you right now, Oregon, they should have won that game. But I, I digress. One thing for sure, college basketball is getting good. It always does this time of season. we got conference play. Um, we've got the big players, the big matchups. Everybody's healthy. Everybody's playing for something, so you don't see too many laydown games. And, and before you know it, the brackets will be out. In my last podcast, I gave you an under-the-radar team that could win it all. So if you missed it, please go back in the archive, check it out. You can find me on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. But today I want to give you a few teams that I'm looking to avoid come March Madness. This all started, I found a good read at Bet Labs. Uh, great site, by the way, if you want to, if you bet on sports, to me they're a good read. I, I like reading everything they put up, and they talked about teams that they thought maybe you should fade when it comes to March Madness, UCLA, Kansas, and Duke. Um, and look, if you're going to pick teams to fade in the tournament, you got to pick favorites, right? It's too easy to pick a bad team and say, look, this team will be a 14 seed. Don't play them to win the championship. Everybody gets that. So to me, if you're going to pick a team to fade, it's got to be a good one. And, and the Reed and the good people at Bet Labs picked a lot of these teams, especially UCLA, because they don't play good defense. And, and another reason, of course, you, you will pick a team to pay, to fade is maybe value. Maybe they don't have a lot of value at the betting window based on where their odds are. And that's me right now because the team I want to talk about, the team I want to bring under the spotlight is a team to avoid when it comes to filling out your brackets or betting for that matter is Gonzaga. That's right. I'm going right for the favorite, the biggest chalk in the field. You can get them at about 6-1, to one, at least from what I'm seeing, to win. And look, they're not losing, so how could you not want to bet on a team like this? Well, they're not going to win. You First of all, you get a serious jump in talent when you head to that big field. When you hit the brackets, it's a big field. A good team, good offense, deep team. Their, their defense down the straight stretch is ranked fourth in adjusted defensive efficiency, which is good. But they've been here before. They've even been number one before. 2013, they ranked number one in the polls, earned a number one seed in the tournament, and they were knocked out by a Cinderella Wichita State. 
They advanced the lead eight, 15, 2016, also Sweet 16. But they haven't won. And in the last 10 years, they've been one of the most dominant regular season teams. And that look, they're winning conference championships. They have one of the best coaches and Mark Few. I'm not going to take anything away from them. But when they get to the NCAA, double tournament, NCAA tournament, they take a step up. The Zags are just 12 and 10 in the NCAA tournament. They don't make it far. They just don't. Look, Gonzaga's good, but I don't think they're ready to play with the big boys, and their season has overvalued this team from an odd standpoint because they haven't lost. They're playing well. This team won't make it to the Final Four. To me, a team you should avoid in March Madness, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. But now to the picks for tonight. I mentioned I split last night. Several picks I like this weekend. I like Pittsburgh to beat Syracuse. By the way, I love this trend. Panthers 12-1 and against the spread in the last 13 home games following three or more consecutive road games. Uh, so I think it's a good spot for them. Uh, and the aforementioned Gonzaga, I think they're going to get their first loss when they play St. Mary's. But those aren't my official picks, if you will. I have these. Give me Clemson, plus 12 over Duke. Serious, serious letdown coming for Duke after the big win. And it really made the college basketball betting public believe that Blue Devils are back. Everybody's all over them, and I can't blame them. It was a nice win against North Carolina, but they shot an incredible 13 of 27. That's 48% from three. I have a theory in the NBA, what goes up must come down, which means if a team shoots really well, they're going to shoot poorly the next time out. That's going to make it very tough for this team, for this team to cover double digits. I don't think it's going to happen. They don't have a playmaking point guard to me on the roster, by the way. They have no front, in my opinion, no front court, period. But before that UNCA game, the Blue Devils, they ranked 71st in paint defense. 71st defense in the paint, allowing 33.6 points per game. Keep that in your notebook because if they play a big team in the tournament, we're going to fade them because they're not going far. Oh, by the way, Blue Devils 3-12 and 12 against spread in the last 16 games falling and against the spread win. This game is closer than Duke would want. Give me Clemson. Got to give you a bonus pick. It's the weekend, right? Ducks will lose to USC. The Oregon Ducks will lose to the USC Trojans. Look, Ducks have to have some serious letdown, right? Played Arizona, got the biggest win of the season. Then they went to UCLA, had the win. Basically, I don't want to say choked it away. That's a bit much. But they lost it down the stretch. It's going to be impossible to get up for the game against the Trojans. Shaquan Aaron and Bernie Boatwright, to me, for USC, are getting hot at the right time. Very good team, by the way. 21 wins on the season. Trojans won five of the last six Pac-12 games. Currently, only California has a longer Pac-12 winning streak than USC. Trojans 8-3-1 and against spread in the last 12 home games against a team with a winning road record, and they win this game. I think Oregon goes down. USC gets the win. That will do it for college basketball. Now it is time for the NBA, and it is time for betting the buckets. Betting the buckets is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Mybookie.ag is the number one rated online sportsbook when it comes to betting on basketball. If you want to bet on basketball, then sign up at mybookie.ag. Use the promo code CHASER. That's the promo code CHASER, and you will instantly get credited for a 100% bonus up to 3 thousand dollars to bet on basketball now look a lot of people ask me all the time you know not only why did i start chasing ball game but why don't i talk about the recent topics i do quite often i do i mean if you listen to shows this week i've talked about phil jackson and all that other stuff but the main reason is it's the same thing over and over again it doesn't matter if you listen to espn or fox or, or mad dog Radio, whatever you listen to and i listen to them all i'm a big fan i love it but to me they don't really get it. I don't I don't really think they break it down like I want to. I mean, every 
like station I listened to from from anybody I listened to. It didn't matter who it was. All the talk was about Kevin Durant going back to OKC. I get it. I get it. That's a big game, and I'm going to be talking about it here in a second. But the topic was really, will he be booed? Really? I mean, is that what you guys want to hear? I mean, that's what you want to hear. I'll be honest with you. You come to the wrong show. Because if you want to hear, will he be booed or not? Sure, he's going to be by some, and he'll be cheered by some. There you go. I answered your question, solved all your problems. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about things that will affect the outcome of games. That's why everybody's talking about James Dolan banning Oakley. Look, that was fun, and I talked about it too. And I love the fact that Dolan threw Phil Jackson on the bus. But again, I want to do more. That's why I'm going beyond the box score. I'm going to look back at the game between the Cavs and the Thunder. And this is why you have to watch lineups in the NBA. Last night, I talked about how the Thunder playing the Cavs, the Cavs could rest players. I even said, quote-unquote, on Twitter, they probably will because that's what Ty Lue said. So what happened? They all played. No big deal. Yeah, it would have been if you bet on them because maybe you would have swayed and bet on them again and lost. But who knows? My point is, unlike football, I think there's something to be said about betting basketball late. In football, many sharp bettors will take the line the minute it comes out because they know what line they have, they know what line they want, and they want to get that value. And then unless there's a major injury, they don't change or a major line move. In basketball, it's a shorter time span. So I think if you miss the opening line or miss the value, you got plenty to bet on, especially near the closing. And actually, I think you have more room to hedge, especially with big news like these players sitting out. I mean, think about it. Check the lineups we want fouls. Look, they played D. Will, Derek Williams. He was signed Thursday afternoon to a 10-day contract. And they played him. And he scored 12 points, by the way, in the Cavs' debut. Not bad. Not bad. I'm not going to argue with it. But, I mean, that's the kind of thing you're going to have to deal with. If I told you you're going to bet on a team that's going to be playing a guy that they signed to a 10-day contract that afternoon, would you have bet on him? I don't know. And look, it was all over the airwaves today that Cavs are awful in back-to-back road games, and that shows you that this team is in cruise control. To me, this is the dog days of the NBA season. This is where teams are kind of just going through the motions. For the Cavs, it's defense. By the way, Oklahoma City shot 54.2% the first quarter. They led 29-21 after the first. So the Cavs, they don't play well in back-to-back, which shows they're cruising in those games. Sure, they'll, they'll flip that switch come playoff times, but it's something you have to consider if you're betting on basketball. That is why when you listen to the mainstream media, they pump up games. If you were listening to them today, like I mentioned, they didn't talk anything about Friday night basketball. And there's actually some good games tonight. Instead, they talked about Saturday. That's why you have to pay attention to the schedule, which, of course, brings us to the calendar crunch. And let's get crunch. And, again, the all-star break is coming, people. February 17th, February 22nd, take some time off. Recharge your batteries for the second half. But we still have a few crunches before the break. Timberwolves, they end the break in an interesting spot, in my opinion. They host LeBron and the Cavs, always a big game. Then they have to play in the thin air in Denver in a back-to-back spot. That's good beat. That's going to be an interesting spot. I'm going to keep an eye on that one. The Warriors, by the way, they play Memphis tonight and have the big game tomorrow. Night against the Thunder, so back-to-back. Then they finish at Denver in a three-game and four-night set in that same mile-high thin air. That game ends a road trip. So to me, that could really be a chance for Golden State to pack it in. I'll be interested in seeing that line. And, of course, I, as always, at least this week, if you listen, you know I talk about the Indiana Pacers. Before the break, they have the worst crunch playing five games, seven nights. Includes a back-to-back set with travel starting tonight. Uh, Washington, Milwaukee, then they have one day off. Host the Spurs on Monday night. Indiana, they're a team I'm going to watch very closely. I haven't made a pick on them yet, but I'm watching you. 
And always, like you guys, you have to keep an eye on the calendar. If not, you're going to get crunched. Now on to the pick. This is the moment I've been waiting for. Look, when I'm hot, I'm hot. And I will take credit for losers. Believe you me. I'm not here to sell picks. I'm not here to get you to buy anything from me. I'm just here to share winners. That's what I want to do. Great information, winning picks. That's what this podcast is all about. And when I take credit for losing, I will be humble. I will be great. And I'm also going to take credit for winning. 76ers won outright six-point pups last night. And I've yet to lose, no jinx, an NBA pick this week. Friday picks. I'm taking the late game in ESPN tonight. I'm going to take the Suns. Bulls have a little bit of a sickness going through the team. Wade and Butler, everything I'm reading says they're a game-time decision, so check the lineup. I hope they both play, truth be told, because then you get maybe a better line. I'm getting plus three right before tip. This is game five of a long six-game West Coast road trip for the Bulls. This team's going to pack it in late against a fast-paced Suns team. The Suns rebound well after a loss, especially a big one. Check out these numbers. Suns 23-8-1 against spread in the last 32 games following and against the spread loss. Not to mention, Suns are 49-23-3 against the spread in their last 75 games following a straight-up loss of more than 10 points. Take the Suns. And, of course, it's the weekend. This is the weekend edition, so I have to give you a bonus pick. How can I not talk about the Thunder and the Warriors? This is the game of the year for Russell Westbrook, and a triple-double just won't get the job done. This is the one he's had circled. I know he's played him before in Golden State, but this is the one he's wanted. The Warriors, during a counter-crunch, Warriors are 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games, playing on zero days rest. In other words, back-to-back games, they're not good against the spread. They play a physical Memphis team. Durant has done well in the past against this former team. Don't get me wrong, but I really think the emotion of the moment will overcome him. Now, I hate those kind of statements. I just said the emotion of the game will overtake the night for Durant. What's that mean? Well, I can tell you when he's played in big games before, he hasn't done very well, right? I mean, look at his record against LeBron, for one. Every time he plays LeBron, that's a big game. So to me, I really think it's proven he has a track record, if you will, of not doing well in the biggest of games. Although you'll argue when at home he played well against Oklahoma City. Look, they're not in Oklahoma City. The Warriors are going to get out of their game plan trying to feed Durant. He's going to be overwhelmed by that emotion. Plus, the whistles go to the home team. This line opened up Oklahoma City minus 7.5, now down to 6.5. I think the reason for that is because there's sharp money in Oklahoma City, and me too. Me too. Take the thunder. By the way, sprinkle a little bit of love on that money line because truth be told, I would not be surprised at all if they win this game. In fact, I, I would be... Uh, I'd be more surprised if they lost. That's how good I think the Thunder are in this spot tonight. Take the Thunder as my bonus pick for Saturday night, and that will do it for betting the buckets, and that will do it for the Chasing Ball Game podcast. Thanks for stopping by and taking your valuable Friday evening or Saturday. I mean, it's a weekend edition to tune in. I really do appreciate it. You can catch us on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes. Join the fun, become a chaser. All you have to do to be featured right here on the Chasing Ball Game Ball Game podcast is hit me up on Twitter or Facebook. You can find me at Chasing Ball Game. Plenty of people are doing it. I love the community we're building. Pandorica, Jazzy7655, and I love this name, Gustavo Lanza. Thank you for uh, tuning in. He had a retweet of one of my tweets, so I appreciate that too. We're all about sharing the information, sharing the love. So welcome to the chase. It's your turn, people. Hit me up on social media and join in on the 
best sports betting, betting community that's growing bigger and bigger by the moment. Make sure you come back next week. I'm going to start talking about betting on baseball, the new strike zone. I'm going to dive into the NFL draft, give you a ton of betting props, talk about who will trade, who will be picked early with all of the betting props. ton of basketball. Of course I do. March Madness, betting the buckets. We got it all right here at the Chasing Ball Game Podcast. Until then, win big at the betting window and keep on chasing.